Talk Ninja Warrior, where we interview and talk about all things Ninja Warrior. I'm Max Bergeron. And I'm Jacob Hummel-Mimbo. We wanted to talk to a strong female ninja in March during Women's History Month. We interviewed Casey Washon, an American Ninja Warrior veteran, who, in addition to competing, works with charities to make the sport of Ninja Warrior more accessible. Enjoy our episode. Hi, Casey. Hi, Jacob. Welcome back to Ninja Talk Ninja Warrior. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, introduce Max. Hi. Hi, Max. Hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. And you grew up near Max's, Max's town, Medway? Yeah. I live, like, right on, like, the road coming to my house. It's, like, on Holliston. Oh, amazing. Yep. I grew up in Holliston, still in Holliston. Okay, cool. So our first question, how did you start Ninja? Yeah, so I began Ninja way back in 2017. Uh, I had probably, like you guys, been a big fan of the TV show for many years. I saw Casey Catanzaro on, I think, Facebook way back in the day, and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. It looked like she was like floating up the salmon ladder. Yeah. Uh, so big fan of the show. I'd always wanted to try ninja, but back uh, when I saw that, there weren't really ninja gyms. It was mostly people training in their backyards. So at the time, I was doing circus arts. I had done track and field uh, for many years. So lots of things that help you become a really strong ninja. So my sophomore year of college, it was the off season for track. And I thought to myself, like, oh, maybe maybe there's a ninja gym around here. Let me look it up. And I found the Ninja Academies in Connecticut. So I drove myself there and I took my first ninja class and fell in love with the sport. And it's kind of been all history from there. Yeah, same with me. I watched the show and then I found Strive and I became a ninja. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Was there a video of a ninja warrior you saw online or you just saw the show? Um, I heard kids talking about it at school. So I wanted to watch the show first. Very cool. It's fun. How about you, Max? Yeah, I, I was like, I was trying to find like somewhere for my like birthday party when I was turning six. Mm. And my mom found uh, like a ninja gym and I had it there. And I like just kind of like kept doing it from that. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. It's awesome you guys got to start ninja so young because many of us didn't find it until we were adults. Yeah. So Max, do you want to um, say the next question? Yeah. Second question is, what was it like being a circus performer and how is it like ninja? Oh, that's a really good question. So the first time I tried circus was at a circus arts camp at the YMCA camp. Uh, it's probably pretty close to you and I believe it's in yeah. Hoppington. And I had gone to that camp for many years and always seen the, the circus performers uh, do their show at the end of the summer. I finally aged into it. So I tried it out. Uh, and the way the camp worked was that you would have various classes throughout the day. So you kind of have like juggling class and you could have probably clown class, uh, aerial arts. Uh, and in that sense, it's really similar uh, to ninja. So the reason I liked circus so much is because circus arts allows you to do so many different disciplines. There's a lot of things that fall under the umbrella of circus. Uh, ultimately, for me, I got really excited about the lira, which is that aerial metal hoop you might have seen before. Uh, so I did that for many years and then transitioned to become a trapeze performer. 
But throughout that time, I got to do lots of different things. I got to do stilt walking. Uh, I did German wheel, which is kind of like a giant hamster wheel uh, that I was able to roll about a mile through the first night parade in Boston. Uh, Learned a little bit about juggling. I never actually got the hang of of juggling there, but tightrope. So all these different things. And I think that's uh, the reason many of us and the reason I love ninja is because there's so many different things you can do. There's always new obstacles to try. Yeah, I always say that's the reason why I love Ninja. Yeah. You, you can never be done with, like, stuff. You just, there's always a new obstacle. Exactly. Yep. And if there's not a new obstacle, you can build one yourself. Yeah. yeah. What's, your, what's your favorite circus, like, art? Uh, so, for me, my favorite would probably be trapeze, because that's the one that I gravitated towards. Uh, by the end there, I was doing double bar trapeze, which is uh-huh. there's one bar over another bar. And the thing I liked a lot about trapeze is that it allowed me to do really dynamic movements. And I'm guessing uh, with Ninja, you guys might like doing things like laches and flying through the air. So Mm -hmm. I really liked, yeah, the um, with trapeze, uh, I got to do big movements. I'd get to twist around uh, and catch myself by my ankles. I got to use my arms to hop from one bar to another. Whereas some of the other apparatus are very artistic, but don't allow for those big movements. Uh, so that's why I love trapeze. Cool. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah. Um. So I broke like like part of my hand, and like, what would be your advice as I like I recover from it? Oh well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that. Um, what happened to your hand, by the way? Uh, I was going like I went to like dive to like catch a volleyball. And hit my finger. No, oh, well, that's tough. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your hand. Um, my best advice while you recover, and I think you know you've probably seen a lot of ninjas do this, is one: I would fully let it recover. Um, it's it's really easy to try and jump back into things too soon, and you want to make sure that you're all healed up, uh, so you can get back into the swing of things. You don't want to be dealing with any long term injuries there. Uh, But while you're resting, I think there's so many things. And we were just talking about how ninja is a sport with so many different um, disciplines. There's balance, there's laches. So I would get really strong with your legs. This is the best time to work on things like balance that sometimes we neglect. So if in a safe way, you're able to work on your balance uh, and not risk hurting your hand, uh, doing anything with your other arm as well uh, in safe ways, you can get very strong on that other arm. But yeah, I would I would focus without becoming lopsided. You wouldn't want to get super big on that one arm and uh, then have any issues because of that. But take this time to rest as well. I would, you know, enjoy things besides Ninja. Yeah. So tell us about your mentoring and education programs. Yeah. So uh, actually, Jacob, you are a part of our mentorship program. So it's great having you here. But uh, like you mentioned, I am a part of Neighborhood Ninjas, which is a nonprofit associated with the sport of Ninja Warrior. And we work to increase access and diversity in the sport of Ninja. Uh, And one way that we do that is through a mentorship program uh, to promote some of the um, key beliefs that we think make Ninja such a special sport. Uh, and the mentorship program pairs adults um, generally who are ninjas or have been ninjas themselves uh, with youth all across the country, uh, allowing them to share advice about ninja, but also just about life. Um, and sometimes we use 
uh, the sport of ninja and some of the lessons, things like confidence that you can build through the sport uh, and apply that to uh, some problems maybe that you'd be having in school. So applying the confidence from taking on a course, maybe you have nerves about taking on a course, we can grow confidence there and apply that to other areas of our life. Yeah. What advice would you give to young people just starting out in ninja? Well, it's a good question. For young people just starting out in Ninja, um, so two things. One, I would not be afraid to fail. I think that it's really easy to just want to do the things that we're really good at. And it's awesome if you're, say, really good at uh, the wart wall to focus on things like just doing the wart wall, just doing those lower body obstacles. But the cool thing with Ninja is that we love failing because that's how we grow. You'll see those Fail Friday posts uh, from, you know, all the best ninjas. They fail a million times uh, and eventually then you can succeed. And I actually I heard I was watching a video about rock climbing and someone was talking about that the very best rock climbers. And I think that this is true for sports like Ninja as well that they're not afraid to push themselves to that point of failure. So if you want to be the best, your best, uh, you have to be willing to risk failure in order to get there. So playing it safe isn't always the best. Uh, And then the other thing that I would say to ninjas, especially if you're going to get into competition, is just remembering ninja is one part of your life. It is not your whole life. So how well you do in a competition, that is not your value. So if you win a competition one day and you don't do as well at the next competition. That does not change how strong you are. That does not change your value, does not change how much your friends love you and love to be around you. So making sure that even if Ninja is a big part of your life, it is not your whole life. This is probably one of my favorite questions, but um, what is your favorite and least favorite obstacle and why? Oh, okay. Good question. My favorite obstacle I guess you, you kind of can pull this from uh, my answer from the last one. My favorite one would be the warped wall. And the reason um, I like the warped wall is because I feel like it's very standard. It's something that you it's standard and you can grow in it. So I was a track and field athlete. And with track and field, it's very easy to progress because it's just how fast do you run? How far do you jump? There's not as many intricacies there. And the thing I like about Warch Wall almost more than doing it is I love coaching it because when I see athletes, young athletes, adults approaching the Warch Wall, it's so easy to help them grow because there's a very standard set of problems people may face. Uh, So for example, for anyone listening with the Warch Wall, many times people run straight into it and they'll bang into the Warch Wall. And the reason that happens is because usually we have our shoulders rounded. We're, we're looking down at the ground and we end up going straight into the wall. If you have your shoulders back and you're looking up at the top of the wall, you'll go up to the top of it. So um, I do like how standard it is. I, uh, a few years back, was working to uh, get the 18-foot wall at TA Fitness and was able to finally achieve that. And I think they told me that I was the first woman to do their wall. Oh, thank you, Jacob. Um, and for me, I think that that's just something that was important because I wanted to show um, and we don't often see women getting that wall that you can. And then hopefully more and more women will try because uh, that's one of the things that it's very easy to be afraid that you can't do something. So you don't try it. Uh, so I'm glad that I was able to reach that milestone right about before the pandemic. Uh, my least favorite obstacle, probably the salmon ladder. <laughs> um Salmon ladder. I'm a little afraid of bars hitting me in the face sometimes. So 
I, I, uh, I got smacked by a salmon ladder bar back in the day. I think actually it was a few weeks before I competed in Philadelphia, my first ever time on the yeah. show. So <laughs> I'm here. I got hit by a fly bar once. You got hit by a fly bar? Yeah. 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 It's, it's tough because it can be scary. And then your body doesn't want to do those motions after you've been hit by it. And yeah. it's good to, you know, balance. You don't want to risk injury, but also pushing yourself um, to not be so afraid you won't try it again. But yeah, that's yeah. probably why that's my least favorite. I think like the first time on the sky hooks to like hit my head or something. I remember oh, no. I one time on it. Do you yeah. still like doing that obstacle? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it pinches in your fingers. Yeah. Whoa. That's happened before. Yeah, I like to use the larger rings for that to avoid it. Same. Right now. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys tried uh the batarang obstacle that's been going around? No, no I don't think so. There's um this new obstacle called the Batarang. So anyone who's seen Batman, you have like that sort of like bat. Oh, I've seen that before. We do have it at Strive. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I've been pretty afraid of that one just because you can pinch your fingers on it or smack your thumb. But I've been trying to push myself to get over that fear a little bit. So tell us about your submission video for this year's show. Yeah. So. This year, um, I wanted to focus on some of the work that I was doing with Queer Ninjas Unite. Uh, So in my submission video, I was talking about the all-gender division. Uh, And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, um, I had heard that there was a young athlete, uh, you know, much like yourselves, young athlete and ninja, who really wanted to compete. They're excited about competition, going to comps with their friends. Uh, But this athlete, um, they identified as non-binary, so they don't identify as a boy or a girl. So for them, they could not compete uh, or they couldn't feel comfortable competing because they would have to make that decision to compete with the other boys or with the the other girls there. Uh, So since they did not align with that, they had to make the decision that maybe they weren't going to be able to compete. That news was brought to me um, and I decided that I want to use the Queer Ninjas Unite platform to post about it and say, hey, this is a problem we have in our community. Uh, And it's not just this kid. There's other people. There's adults I had heard who didn't really feel comfortable competing. Or if they did compete, it wasn't necessarily aligned with how they identified. Um, And I I talked to a lot of people and I did some interviews. um, And what we decided was it'd be nice to have a third division. uh, And we called that the all gender division where anyone can compete. You don't need to identify as non-binary. So We had plenty of people, myself included, um, who, you know, I identify as a woman, but I wanted to compete in that. I don't want to have to maybe necessarily just compete with other women. So I got to compete with some of my male friends who joined that and also some non-binary athletes. Uh, And that was added into the New England Ninja Association division for adults this season, uh, as well as for some other gyms. So that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, was that? (laughs) I said that was good that they added that into the... Yeah, it was really nice of them. And uh, Tim uh, from your gym, Strive, he was very supportive of that. You know, I think you have some coaches um, who don't necessarily align or identify as um, cisgender. Uh, So it's nice for those athletes to be able to have a division that aligns with how they identify and makes them feel comfortable because we all love competing. We should all feel comfortable competing. Yeah. Yeah. We understand the show has some changes this year. Are you allowed to share any information with us? Oh, about Ninja Warrior? Yeah. Oh, um, 
I don't think I can. Um, I'm not uh, sure what I am or I'm not allowed to share. Um, but yeah. I will say, uh, you know, it's gonna be some really exciting changes. You might see some of the formats that you've seen in the past that we haven't seen for a while. So maybe some new obstacles as always. Um, but you'll see all, you know, your favorite ninjas and some new ninjas uh, out there competing. So you have to stay tuned for that. Um, that, is, that is my most neutral answer I can give without <laughs> accidentally saying something. Um, so how are you training mentally and physically? Mm. So physically, I'll, I'll start with, uh, I like to train on actual courses basically all year now. Um, I train at Action Athletics uh, and I'll train at the, the Wells location as well as the Norwood location. And I think for me, getting to actually be on a course is the best way to prepare uh, to be on the Ninja Warrior course because I'm used to the flow of courses, building up that endurance. Uh, so one of the things I like to do is create replica courses. So I'll think through what qualifier courses, for example, have looked like in the past or the types of obstacles that we'll see. Usually obstacle two is a big lache. Uh, obstacle three is either going to be agility. So I'll work on agility and getting over, you know, any fear I might have with agility, uh, or obstacle three slash four will be some form of, you know, a big lache like wing nuts. So we'll put that into the course. Uh, and then we'll put some sort of grip or bar movement obstacle, uh, into obstacle five and then do the warped wall. Um, the other thing I've been doing is I've been doing a lot of rock climbing recently. Uh, I got into to lead climbing, which is where you you clip the rope in as you go up. And I think that that's been helping me build my endurance for this season. Uh, and the other part of your question was mentally. Um, mentally, what I, I, I try and do, and I haven't necessarily been doing mental training for it, but over the years, I've worked really hard to get a mindset where I can have fun on the course, because uh, this is a really cool opportunity. We all, you know, like we were saying, we watch the show, right? Um, those are cool obstacles. Not everyone gets the opportunity to try these really cool obstacles. So whether I do one obstacle or whether I hit a buzzer, I want to really be able to embrace it because I never know, you know, if this could be the last time I end up competing for whatever reason. So I want to make the most um, of my experience on those obstacles and not uh, be anxious the whole time. And what I find, and I, I'd heard actually, I think Casey Catanzaro and some other ninjas who they had a lot of success and then they had a lot of anxiety about it. What we've worked through is that if you're really stressed, you're not going to perform as well. Anyways, there's a lot of pressure that can come. Uh, and for me, I think after hitting the buzzer, my first season, I had a lot of pressure to, to perform and to, to match that level of success or to outdo that. Uh, so I worked really hard through the years to get back to a place where I was able to be calm. Good advice. Yeah. If you won the show, what would you do with the million dollars? Oh, what would I do with the million dollars? I think one of the things I would love to do is to be able to open a gym as part of Neighborhood Ninjas that's more accessible to kids. Um, so that's, you know, it's part of the mission. It's something I really believe in is accessibility for Ninja Warrior. So whether that be opening a gym um, or building another one of our playgrounds right now, we're working to build a playground in Delaware. Um, but I want Ninja to be something that everyone can experience. And obviously Ninja is one of the more expensive sports out there because uh, yeah. it's just, you know, equipment, <laughs> gym space, things like that. Uh, but it's something that I think the lessons we learn in Ninja are so helpful uh, for everyone in their life. And I want that to be something we can all share. 
Oh, not neighborhood ninjas, but they did open a playground in Outtown for ninja. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Have you guys been? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's oh. new, so I haven't been able to go yet. Oh, very cool. I went to the one. There's one in Waltham that I'd seen. I didn't know there was one in Franklin as well. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. I've been there. Yeah, the Franklin one has like a work pool that you can go on, which is pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Yeah. How high is it? Uh, I think they have like a 10 foot and maybe like a 12, I think. That's awesome. So to add on to the last question. Mm-hmm. So I know you like to walk walls, right? Yep. So what would you do if um, it's 10,000 if you make the mega wall? Oh, it is 10,000 if you make the mega wall. Yeah. What would you do with 10,000? Oh, what would I do with the ten thousand dollars? Well, the ten thousand I wouldn't necessarily be able to build a whole ninja gym, but yeah. for my for myself, um, yeah, I don't know. Right now, I'm I'm thinking of you know maybe buying a house in the future, so maybe I would use it towards something like that. Um, and if I didn't need it for that, and I was going to use it for something ninja related, uh, I might get myself some better ninja equipment to train because even if I had already gotten the mega wall, I still love training ninja, and I have my own little backyard course here so it might be nice to add on to that uh use that to build more ninja equipment and to travel more uh to do more ninja around the world and more climbing okay yeah that sounds cool all right so you want to do the final question of the day let's put this yeah so every uh podcast we do a split decision it's almost like a would you rather yeah i like it if you went back to the circus, would you do trapeze? Or has your ninja skills prepared you to try another skill like the tightrope? Oh, very good question. Let me think about that. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's a tough one because I feel like I have developed a lot of skills. That's a good point with the tightrope. And I definitely have a lot more balance. So I might be pretty good at something like stilt walking these days. But I think if I went back to the circus... I do really love the trapeze and I would love to see if all the strength I'd built from Ninja would make me a better trapeze artist or if I could do some new skills. So I think I would still stick to trapeze, but that's, that's a tough one. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like really fun, like to do trapeze and just like in like in the air. What? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, the same reasons a lot of us love Ninja fly- oh. <laughs> flying through the air. Uh, that's why I love trapeze and getting, uh, I would say actually one of my favorite things about trapeze is I got to a point where I could make up my own skills. Uh, so there were skills I learned, but I was also able to make up my own uh, movement patterns. And that's one of the things that I love about Ninja is making up new obstacles with my friends. Okay. So I, I did, um, I went to Florida once to this like club med and um, I did trapeze there. I took a Very little trapeze cool. lesson for two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have any favorite skills you did with that? Um, I, what did I do? I think I did a um a flip to the other bar. Whoa! And you weren't scared at all. I was scared. A little bit, <laughs> but you pushed through it. It was hard when you when they first when you first drop to the trapeze. That was the scariest oh, part. Yeah. The first the first drop, and after you took another swing, you you were fine. Oh, that makes it. Yeah, it's it's tough being that high up. Max, have you ever tried something like trapeze or rope courses? I think there was like like a metal one one time at the Cape. Hmm. And I think they had like a trapeze that you could do. Oh, that's awesome. Did you do it? Yeah. But it didn't go to like another or like the other one was like really far away. And it it wasn't like a swing one. It was like all metal. So you didn't like go that far off it. 
Well, I recommend while you guys, you know, you're young or at any age, you know, try all sorts of things. Uh, so ninja is super fun, but there's there's plenty of other sports as well. I'm sure you guys have tried some of them, but yeah, you know, give other things. I a play chance. basketball. I'm a thick basketball. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. So thank you for being on our podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys have a great season. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Jacob. How's your season going? It's going good. The season has been going great, and we are ready for our last comp on Sunday. Yeah. Max, what was your favorite comp this season? It's hard to say, but probably one of the ones with fun obstacles. Oh, that's a shocker. What about you, Jacob? The favorite comp, probably probably the Grit in New York. Yep, because I got first, and it was a fun course. That's pretty cool. I got second. Oh, yeah. At the grit. We're in different age groups this year. Yeah. But next year we're going to be in the same. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ninjas Talk Ninja Warrior. We hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe. And follow us on Instagram. Bye. Bye.